Hello, and welcome to Becoming, hosted by Lisa Loveland and Costa Hansis. This podcast is focused on helping you become the best version of yourself. And no matter where you are on that journey, we hope to bring you one step closer with every episode. Now, please join me in welcoming your hosts, Lisa Loveland and Costa Hansis. Welcome back, everybody. Um, Today, it is just Costa and myself, and we are going to, you're probably overwhelmed with all of the NFT information. (laughs) We're not. We could go on and on and on. But today, uh, we're just going to have a really random conversation about kindness, compassion, and staying curious and how that impacts your energy level and how that impacts your world. Um, I, I think it's such an important conversation with, I mean, it's to, heartbreaking to turn on the news and to sit there in the warmth of our own homes and couches and witness the atrocities that are happening. And I, I understand why we can't intercede because we could have a nuclear war, but wow. Um, to actually look and see other living human beings treating one another like this is we have to do something and, 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 and any kind of change starts with ourselves. So we have to be kind and kindness is a choice. It's a choice we can make every minute of every day. And it's something that we have to be self-aware of. Um, we have to be generous. We have to be compassionate and empathetic towards other people. We all have some kind of suffering, whether it's seen or unseen, everybody has a journey. We're not put on this planet in this lifetime to have everything be perfect. Um, This is an experiment and it's a journey and we're here to learn. And we, whether you believe that we're all one, I know some people have a hard time really digesting that, but we are all interconnected. And, um, and I think we, we have to, when we sit here and feel so hopeless as to how we could help the incredible citizens of Ukraine um, and Russia for that matter. I mean, Russia doesn't know what they don't know, those citizens. They're, they're getting misinformation because of the propaganda. Um, So it starts with us, right? It starts with us making a difference. It starts with us being kind to our friends, families, coworkers, and neighbors um, without having any conditions attached to it. I think like the, uh, as soon as you like brought up and I, it's something that I think has got more and more progressed, at least in my short lifespan for 24 years. It's like whenever you, somebody brings up something that's Ukraine or anything like that, for some reason, and I don't like it, my mind automatically goes to like political and making it political because that's what like the news does. They make everything political, but not everything's a political issue. And the thing is, what I struggle with personally is, and, and talking about those things is no matter what you say, um, what you just said there, there's gonna be people that would be like, how dare you say that you should intervene. We got to do something about this too. And I think we think so one dimensionally because it's not, there's no one size fits all the solution. You don't know what no. another person's going through. You have to think about it. And it's tough to take emotions out of it. Cause it's, it's so tough to be emotional, but it's like, you have to look at if you're going to make a decision that big and people understand like the, the, the impacts of, I think, governmental decisions and, and whether that's the president, whoever it is, um, court cases and lawyers, it's whatever you, decision you make then is forever in history in terms of everybody can reflect and say, okay, for example, court case, they decided this and this was the circumstances. And now they can use that's that precedent in everything they do. You give them a yard, yeah. give them a, a yard, they take a football field because that's just the way it is. So 
It's and so right. And politics, at this point, we have to take politics out of it because we can't affect that right now. Right. We're not in that. Um, yeah. Political um, notification right there. Right. It's definitely like a. There's yeah. movement somewhere in my backyard. Oh, um, interesting. So, yeah, we'll look at that later. <laughs> um, but we can all be we can regardless of politics, we can understand that we don't all think alike and we can change that narrative and say we shouldn't all think alike. That's what makes our societies diverse and interesting and and we move forward because we can get better ideas and we have to somehow i pray that we all get to a point at least a little bit more along to this point that, that we can be understanding of somebody else's differences we don't have to well let me, let me say that maybe it's not understanding maybe it's accepting we don't always have to understand but we do have to accept that our idea isn't the only idea. Our way of being, thinking, and living isn't always the best. It might be the best for us, and sometimes it's not even the best for us. We have to be able to be self-aware and reflect and be accountable for the way that we're behaving. And if we aren't behaving kindly, you really need to sit down and ask yourself why, because it's a very easy thing to change and, and when you are kind, and it's the small things, it's not a huge donation to a charity. It's the small things that you do every day that make you accountable to yourself and to the other people in your world. And when you do kind acts, it literally changes your, 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 uh, your, your mental, your endorphins, your serotonin, um, and that radiates outside of that actual event into a wider sphere. You know, when you're walking down the street and somebody smiles at you and says hi, and you you feel good. Yeah. Or when you do that to somebody else, it's like, oh my gosh, that was nothing. That didn't cost any money. I didn't have to be, you know, heavy, fit, thin. None of that matters. It was me acknowledging another person, making them feel seen. And when we're seen, we all get along better because we feel understood. For sure. It's like the, the, I was having this conversation with my mom yesterday in terms of restaurants and my mom brought up a good point. She's like, I'm at the point in my age where I'm only going to restaurants where they treat us like gold. Like it's not mm -hmm. like in terms of like a, a far out their way, but coming there, they greet us, they take care of us. They make, they do whatever it takes to have a great experience there. And I've had personal, because we were talking about this too. We, we've been to I, we love to go out. We haven't really go out too much recently, but we used to. And like, usually when we go out, it wouldn't be too often, but we'd go to like a nicer restaurant. I'd like once a week, me and my mom, or once every two weeks, we'd go out to an, a nice restaurant just because it's like, we don't go out too often. Let's just do something cool. And it got to the point where we would try different places and we'd notice that it, even at places that were super expensive, not calling out any names, but like um, high-end restaurants, the service, not all the times was, was good. And it was like, you kind of like, we're like, oh, whatever, like we're going out to dinner and something's going on with them too. Maybe there's something else. But at the end of the day, there's honestly no excuse for that because as you said before, it's free. If you're a server at a restaurant or wherever it is, it takes no um, no extra money or anything like that to just be kind to the people. And I think it's yeah. an issue that comes from leadership too. So if you're the owner of the restaurant and let's say your employee has a bad experience or employee... Uh, treats maybe a client wrong to you. You have to take blame and be like, maybe I didn't 
teach them the right way too. And before being saying, hey, this is business example too, before saying, hey, you did a terrible job and this is, how dare you treat a customer like that? I mean, there's, of course, there's certain ways that if you say some stuff that's out of line, that's no exceptions. But if it's borderline, if whether you're a manager of a business or manager of a restaurant owner, whatever it is, you have to think back and think to yourself, did I, wait, did I teach them this situation? Did I teach them what to do? And if the answer is no, then you can't blame them. You got to blame yourself. I think we've got to wait right. that. Communication, right? If we, we, I think we had this whole thing where it's like, it's easier to, um, and I love Jocko Willick's book, Extreme Ownership, but it's like, especially people empowered to, in, in general, have a, it's far easier to put the blame on somebody else. I mean, oh, it's Lisa. I was saying, oh, it's Lisa's fault today because this, this didn't happen. She didn't do that versus like, well, maybe I didn't send this to Lisa in the right way. Did I tell Lisa about this? Did I give her the context? Right. No but it's easier in terms of things that you don't understand to say, oh, that's because of this and kind of poo poo this because, oh, I don't understand NFTs. Oh, they're stupid. And I was having this conversation. I was getting my haircut yesterday and I was like, the barber's talking about like, yeah, I could have, and I have the, he was like, I kind of have the inept feeling to like, be like, this is stupid. NFTs are stupid, but that would be like a very immature way of doing it. I, I might think it's, I don't really get it too in terms of that, but I want to learn more before I can make a decision. And I right. think people want to make decisions, whether that's political news, anything without even having context and without taking more than reading a headline to actually form a decision. Right. And so getting back to all good points, getting back to your bit about communication. So if, if somebody isn't exhibiting the behavior that we want, we have to look at ourselves and say, did I actually use my voice and express what I expected? And if you did, if you didn't rather, then you have to take that ownership and do it, do it the next time. We all have to have a voice. And if you did set, have a voice and say what you were expecting and it didn't happen, this is where we need to err on the side of kindness. So many times we jump in and attack and, you know, start that spin and start that narrative in the head all because we don't want to take that blame. And, and why is it? What is it that we don't want to feel? Because why doesn't we know it feels good to have someone treat us kindly? Why can't we treat other people kindly? I think it's so important to just have that pause. You know, life, this journey is all about the gaps, all about the pauses, all about the reflection so that we are responding to things and people and not reacting to them. Because when we respond, it comes more from a compassionate, non-reactive state. And it gives some space for both parties to digest what was going on and not just get into their pattern of responding and repeating the same stuff. Like everything starts at a micro level. If we are seeing things in our environment that we don't like, the first place we have to check is within our own selves, within our own home, within our own friend group, within our own work relationships. Address them first before we jump out and start blaming everybody else for what's going on. And there's all these finger pointings, there's all these crazy narratives and nothing's getting done. And it becomes very complicated and yet it is so simple. Be kind. Even if you don't really feel it, just do it and think about it later. Don't hear on the other side and just react and then think about it later. You may not have time to change it or have an apology for it. Um, and I think people would find 
we have more similarities than we have differences. Uh, totally. But it's like the, my kind of, I've shifted my personally, like my own response to things in terms of, I, I hate political examples are just like the easiest one to give because it's on the news all day too. But, but you know uh, what, talk about your personal, because you're really, sorry to interrupt, but I just want, because you're really good at this. You are, you are so fun to coach because you, you listen. And I don't mean this in a controlling way. You need to listen to me, but you, you really have a desire to, to be aware. It isn't even to be better. You want to be better and you're, and you're into growth, but you're kind. It, there's no struggle in you to be kind. In fact, you go to the opposite. You're the guy that is okay being in a supporting role and you have all these incredible ideas. And that's your way of getting things accomplished. And you take accountability for almost, you know, to a fault, right? Because you're you're hypervigilant in your accountability, which is awesome. But talk about how when something comes across your plate or hits you emotionally and it doesn't feel good, or you feel like you one are being judged or two are not being heard or seen. How does that feel? I mean, I used to be a little bit more immature about it in terms of it, it is, as you say, which I, it's something that, as you say before, everybody thinks that they're, um, I think we're born with certain abilities and certain personas about ourselves that we do have almost like superpowers at the end of the day too. And as you said, my core response is to be kind. And it's crazy that it's something that's really taught. If you listen to any podcast, self-development, they teach all this stuff, but we have this conversation all the time. It's like, this is already in me. It's whether or not like society is kind of Pulled, pulled, like me specifically has pulled me in different directions that if maybe this happens, I should get angry. And I should say it was this fault and this, even if something bad happens, like, it's just like, oh, you should be angry and you should say this, or you should like stand up for yourself and be stern in your response and be in a different way. But to me, it's like my core response is to think, and this is like, a, might be a pro or con, but it's usually, I think, what did I do wrong in this? And maybe this situation, somebody called me out. What did I do? I do wrong at the end of the day too. And I always think to think that my, uh, innate response to situations is what is that person going through and why did that person say that? Why are they angry? Why did they say this? Why is Russia doing this? Why is this going on? My personal life, whatever it is, somebody tells me to F off, which is, and I don't think anybody's ever told me to F off at least recently too, but if they did, uh, I'll, be <laughs> I'll like, tell you after the call. Yeah. I'll be like, well, well, even though it might be a bad thing, they might say something hurtful or whatever it is. I try to think like, okay, they're, maybe they're an evil person uh, at the end of the day. And it's true that they are. I'm still trying to think, well, why? Well, why do they say that? Like, why do they need to do that? And I think if we do that, as you said before, think of it into ourselves, and then you try your best to not just judge people from the context. You ask why, okay, why is this going on? Why did they doing right. this too? I think and that- then, And not go down the rabbit hole of beating yourself up but just have the acknowledgement of, okay, I can see how, you know, kind of looking at both sides of the start. All right. That isn't how I would have done it, but I can kind of understand where they're coming from. Um, sure. I can give right? an example too. I think we were talking about a few weeks ago and this is like, I'm big on being people joke about it into like a lot of the, the uh, Alex Ramos. He's one of my favorite like content creators, super successful, runs a portfolio of companies that does $85 million a year. And he makes YouTube videos pretty much being vulnerable and saying that I was an asshole. And he's like, that last video was like, I was an asshole in college. I was this, I did this wrong and stuff like that. And people would think that you have this person that's super successful. Like they have no faults or the celebrities look up though. They, they're perfect too. But if they just like went through and I never heard about them, like, and they just like pretended like they were like, super successful and never talked about their flaws. It's kind of like 
demoralizing at the same time too. And you form way more of a connection with like Gary V or Alex Ramos, just these basic people that people might not know of too. But if Gary V is like, oh, I struggled with this too. And I'm like, yeah, I struggled for that too. What do you mean? Gary V is going to do that? He struggled with this right. too? And it's like, oh, because, you can because feel you can there. Them, like that, that level. You can feel you can get to the level of success of these people when they come down to your level because with the celebrities and stuff tend to, we think of them as aliens. We wear baseball jerseys of these athletes. Oh, I can never be an athlete. Oh, I can never be an actor. I can never be this person. They're special. They're aliens. It's like, no, no, they're not. They just believed in themselves. They had talent. Yeah, but they worked every single day to become that person. And you're just not. Right. And, when, and when people share honestly and vulnerably, what is that doing? It's, it's forming a connection. For sure. So when we connect, that's what everybody wants. Most people just don't know how to do it. We all want, we all need connection and community. And, and when we have that, we're freer to be who we truly authentically are. And we feel that we're in a safe space to share. And when that starts to happen, all of these other things start to relax a bit. You know, then all of a sudden the person doesn't have to be so staunch in their opinion and they don't have to be so judgmental on someone else. And they can allow for someone to be themselves and kind of sit back and listen. Everybody wants to be heard. You know, people that talk a lot, you really, they're, they're talking so much because they don't think anyone's listening. Yeah. If you have an act, because most people don't actively listen, they listen and they're ready to pounce. They're, they're waiting to have a rebuttal for what's coming at them instead of I can stop you listening. right now and say, hey, no way. Everybody does that. Like, let right. them finish. Like, I, that's like I interrupted you as a point of example. That's all right. I've been interrupting you today too. Look but. what it did though. It, we were stopped. Now it's like, usually what it's like, the other person's like, oh, you interrupted, but where's my train of thought now? You lose it. And you think you're doing something good, by coming, but you're not. Right. And, not really and why do we have to jump in? Why are we so hurried to, because we think we have an answer. You know, like when I jumped in, I knew I was like, oh, I, I want to answer that because I have something to say about it. Instead of just allowing you to finish your thought. And then I can have my thought. Yeah, it, I mean, we're, it's it's hard to follow your own advice, um, but it's, but it, that's self awareness, right? So we need to we need yeah. to do that. Nobody's perfect, but if we can catch ourselves and just try to, you know, tweak it and change it a little bit, um, a little bit goes a long way in For this sure. journey of life. So it does. That's our uh, those are our words of wisdom for the day. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just. Uh... I think uh, probably in the next episode, we can talk a little bit more about Billionaire Links Club. I don't know if we want to talk too much about it now, maybe give an inside scoop um, on something that's going on. Maybe just fill it in on like the timeline. Uh, I just want to say one thing that has been on my mind um, from a post we posted yesterday and saying like, why do you buy NFT projects? And it was like a couple of different options. And one of the options was there's like utility, art. And then one of the options was, and I haven't seen anybody do a poll with this option. And it was supporting creators and supporting mm. whoever's making it. And to me, it clicked that most things that I invest in or buy is usually because I want to support somebody rather than like, okay, cool. It's going to go up in value. Sure. There's certain investments too, but the example I gave, and it's like, I used to be somebody when I was younger, I was like, I want to wear like designer brands. I want to wear the Gucci, the Louis, all that stuff. I can't, I would try to buy that stuff with the money I had and then like get that as gifts. And then when I, I knew when I like first started off in entrepreneurship or even college, it's like, I can't wait till I have money so I can buy like the designer clothes. Like, I, cause I, I love fashion. I love clothes. I love all that stuff too. Um, it's not just because it's Gucci. Part of it was like, Oh, could I wear Gucci? And I would see well, people. It's an wearing expression Gucci. of yourself. 
yeah, I would see people wearing that and I'd be like, oh, it's cool. But for the most part, I've kind of shifted to a mentality that's more of, and I think this is my opinion. Hey, you don't have to do it too. I think there's balance of course too, but I rather now wear clothing from, I buy clothing now from like YouTubers I really like and creators I really like that come up with their own clothing line. Because at the end of the day, the quality, I was listening to somebody, somebody the other day said like a Gucci shirt or something like that. Most t- basic t-shirts are, they cost them $10 to make and they're selling it for 600 bucks. And it's like the quality is the same for the most part of these other lower price brands. But I feel so much more powerful now and almost not as better as a person necessarily, but I rather rep the YouTuber that I, I've seen grind for years who came up with a clothing brand that I think is super cool. I rather rep their clothing than Gucci that's wearing this stuff. I mean, there's, there's again, points where you can wear both too, but I think people need to kind of think more in terms of when you're buying creator stuff and everything like that, you're supporting their vision at the same time too. So it's just something that- Well, but I could, but I could push back on you and say, now you're making a judgment of what people should do. That's a, the right decision for you. Because I tried to preface that in the best in the beginning and say like, this is what I do, but like, I, it, 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 yeah, it's, it's tough. Right. But, but, but see, we, 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 that's, that's a perfect example of how you came from it from a, a caring standpoint, but no one way is better than the other and no creator is better than the other. That's why we have a lot of different creators because they, you know, somebody may like the Gucci brand and you may like a, you know, a, a YouTube YouTuber brand. The the important thing is to understand what it is that you like and what it is that you want to support and understand that there's a lot of different options and not one is better than the other. The important thing is, is support. I would, yeah, that's definitely a better way of looking at it. But I would argue a lot of the times with the designer brands, especially is like people are buying designer brands for the wrong reasons and they can't even afford it in the first place too. So I think- Okay, judgment. Hey, it's judgment. But I see I see friends that I have and people I know that are in college debt, don't do well and are buying clothes and nice cars. And, and I asked them like for what? I remember having a conversation a couple months ago of like, why? Because I don't. it's not coming from a-, a point, but no matter what you do, it is, if you're like, why are you buying that? There's always going to be like, it's clear that you're saying that you don't agree with that. But it's, to me, it's like, and it's tough to do. You can't change people's minds, but I want to be like, I feel bad because it's almost at the same time too. Cause I'm like, yeah, like that stuff's nice too, but quite frankly, you can't afford that stuff. And But, but let me just stop you. Cause this is awesome. And it's, this is totally candid, but it's perfect. And no, no disrespect, but how do what is their purchasing have how does that affect you at all that's their journey their decision and that's where we have to come and look at ourselves and say why am i even taking the time to analyze why other people are doing things that i'm in judgment of what if somebody how somebody else chooses to spend their money is nobody else's business but theirs right if i choose to uh-huh. I said, I don't want people telling me how to spend my money. That's right. So, so that's where we come back and we start with ourselves. If I always say, if I want to be free to move about the cabin, then I need to let other people be free to move about their cabin. I can witness and observe what they're doing. I can have my opinions, but it's their journey just as it's mine. So I can go walk out on the street in a big old tent and somebody can say, what the hell is she doing? But I, that was my choice. I think it goes back um, to thing you said from the beginning though, of like a net response, which I appreciate the, the kind feedback about my 
key response where my uh, my usually where I go to is kindness too, and trying to help and whether that's good and bad in situations, there's definitely perks and cons. For me, it's coming from a place more of like I maybe used to have been a lot more of like it's stupid why you're buying that. I used to spend money stupidly too, so it's it's kind of coming from a place where I want to, especially with the people I love. It's their own journey too, but sometimes it's tough to watch people that that have a lot of potential not seeing their potential and doing things that isn't true to them. Cause I know that that car, that clothes is not making them happy. It's just fulfilling them. Right. So they can think right. that they're better than themselves. Cause they feel as though that people would respect them if they're wearing the Gucci, which it's not, nobody's gonna respect. It's not that people yes, that's, look at you there. Yep. So why don't you fix yourself first, become successful. And it's this, what we talk about, be it till you become it. Everybody wants to fake it till you make it instead of be it till you become it. They'd rather wear the, yeah, Gucci, very good wear the watch, have the nice things versus then go out there and spend the years doing the monotonous tasks of what it takes to be successful. I'm not saying that I'm perfect. I'm way, 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 not even close to the goals. None I want of us. To perfect is boring. Per- yes, for sure. Right? I'm not coming from a place of like preaching. I'm successful in this like that. Cause I, I have a, I'm nowhere close to what success is to me too. I just have learned, um, what works for me, what doesn't. And maybe somebody out there is like listening to this and so you're like, you know what? Cause I used to be that person. I was like, maybe somebody out there is like, you know, what? I did, I do buy a lot of designer clothes. Why? Like, why am I buying this stuff like too? And it's like, well, it's more than that. It's not to like, so people can think of me and they think I'm doing well, but that's not going to fix your situation. Rather than if you fix that by wearing the clothes, what's going to fix your situation is going out there and being the person you want to be being successful in your own life, having a successful business, having a su- su- successful relationship family. That's something to be proud of too. And then you can buy the, the clothes and stuff like that as just an addition to saying like, I'm wearing the Gucci because I like I like the clothing. I like the right. brand. I like being this. I love the style. That's cool. Versus, I got to wear this so I can wear this so people think of me like this. It's, it, it's tough, but I don't. I don't. Yeah. There's no perfect answer because you could look at that and, as you said before, telling people what to do at the same time too. So it's definitely. If as you, I think a good thing that you say is like, if people are asked for help then that's when you can give feedback to. But if they're not that's asking right. for feedback, don't go and preach them too. If somebody came to me and said, hey, Costa, like I, like, what, what do you, like, I see you're doing good like stuff with business and stuff like that. What are some tips? Maybe my tip could be then like, hey, like if you're going to start a business and stuff like that, you need money. And quite frankly, maybe you shouldn't be spending on like this stuff. You're spending up, save that up, save it, and then start your own business too. If that, And that even, even, even more impactful, I have found through just, experience is even when people ask for help, I always ask them what, what they want. Cause the more they can talk about it so many times people just need someone to again, hear them. Right. Cause we need, we need the courage to be who we really are. And that that's hard because there's so many pressures in life and society and it's hard and, and everything moves so fast. So are you making the right decision? You know, what is really one's gut feeling? It takes a lot of courage to to be your authentic self. I think a, a good example of that is like in your own life for like, for example, we'll go back to the health and fitness thing too. Say if I, I used to be 250 pounds in high school and like weight has always been a struggle because no matter what you came from that mentality, it's that, I constantly have a battle with like food and like, Oh, watch eating, making sure I'm like this. And it, it has, it's, it's healthy and it's not healthy. There's two different ways, but I think what I didn't do in the beginning and what I try to do more now is ask myself, why, like, why do I want to be healthier? Why do I want to lose weight? Why did I want to do that? And I think when I was younger, I never really thought about why I just kind of like, when people asked me why I did, I was like, 
because I just wanted to. But now that I, I think about it and I, I talk, we've talked about it too. It's like, why did I want to lose the weight? It was like, well, one, I didn't feel like right in my body. I couldn't wear the clothes I wanted to. Girls I liked weren't looking at me in the same way that I wanted to. I, I wasn't living. I, I didn't feel comfortable. I wasn't fast, fast and sports. I was still a great athlete, but coaches would say, hey, you're overweight and too. And it really hit home and it really hurt when coaches would be like, yeah, you're overweight. Or they, they wouldn't say in a bad way, but no matter what way you say it, you're telling somebody that's overweight, they're fat, it's going to hurt. But it got to the point that's where right. it hurt so much where it was like, you got to use it as almost fuel to the same side. And like, almost like screw these people. Like, even if they're right, you got to use some fuel to the fire at first in the beginning to get it going. I think what normally happened, what happened to me was like, I'm going to prove them wrong. Like, I'm not fat. This is not who I am. I'm, I'm, I'm going to prove everybody wrong. They used to make fun of me too. And that's fueled the fire too. But then I looked back and said, you know what? This happened for me, not against me. Because if these people never said that, I might have never changed. If that's people- right. we, we, yeah. No, I mean, that's pretty much it. It's just like, if you think things happen again, for example, and I, I we were just talking about this earlier, but I forgot this key point. And it's like, when I worked the nine to five corporate job, if I stayed in the seaport where the location was great, I had a grid, the seaport's beautiful. I was doing well. I love my boss. If I didn't get moved to a different location and I met you at the seaport location, if I didn't get moved to a different location that I didn't like the boss as much and I didn't like the location, I, I didn't do that. Then at first I was like, screw this. I was angry. Why is this happening to me? This, this sucks. Like, I can't believe this. And I got angry and I quit the job too. And that was the moral of the story of what happened there too. But if that never happened, and I never met you, for example, as well. On top of that, I might have stayed in the corporate job. My life would have gone down a different track. But if you think about right. that, it's easy to be, as you said, it's easy to revert to negativity and be like, screw these people. But I think when you get older and more mature, you look back and you reflect. And I, my, I'm only 24, about to be 25 this month. But I look back at a lot of scenarios and be like, why did I act that way? And it's not overanalyzing it, but it's important for you to think back of, Take some thought exercise and a major life event happened and think, why did that happen? Like, was that was this actually a bad situation or where am I now because of it? And then you'll be a lot more grateful of the people you have around you, I think. That's that's absolutely correct. And, you know, we um, everything has a purpose, right? Every emotion has a purpose. If we only felt good, we would never know what it was like to feel bad. And we would be very hard. It would be very hard to be grateful. And if we didn't have a, a failure, we wouldn't know what success was. If we don't have pain, pain is, if we can channel it, pain's wonderful. As long as we don't get bitter and angry, pain makes, when people really feel pain, then they change. And one of the reasons people get so twisty, twirly, rabbit holy in their heads, is because our minds wanna change the narrative so we don't feel the pain and then we don't really have to change. So it becomes this crazy dog chasing its tail. And so we have to shut the brain off. We have to take accountability and we have to look and see who it is we really want to be. And then we just have to be it. And that's it. And it's not going to be perfect. And it can be, a, it will be a rocky road. Um, and it's supposed to be. And, um, and you figure it out along the way. But you know what? We are, we are so fortunate when we have our health in our brains, if we, if we do. And we owe it to, th that's our payback to be the best version of that energetic makeup that we can. People don't have to like it, but you know what? They can learn from it. We can learn from our people and our differences. We learn more from people who are different than we do people are similar. Um, and I know we're gonna have to wrap up, but I, I just wanna kind of close up with this. When you like go into Facebook accounts and stuff and everybody is going on with their rant about whatever it is they're ranting about, say 
political. Well, you're speaking to the choir, you know, so, 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 so what is, what does that mean? How about, you know, that's wonderful to have a, a whole group of people that thinks like, think like you, cause there's where you get your support and there's where you can have one type of growth and you can be safe to be vulnerable. But how about like just going a little bit outside of your comfort zone and start to look at how other people might think, other ideas that might be able to help you grow and change. Um, there's just so much we can learn from each other if we have a cooperative and collaborative spirit. So on that note, thanks for joining guys. We'll yes. see you next week. BLC to one final point too on that. We haven't, we didn't talk about BLC this episode, but this will probably today is, I don't know what it's today. Today is Thursday, the 10th. This will go out Friday, the 11th. We just started our social media campaign for billionaire links club or NFT project on Tuesday. We're just easing into this week with some teasers. Um, but I think probably next episode will, cause it will be out next week. And next week is really when we're gonna start that social media campaign. We'll probably try to dedicate at least not the, maybe the entire episode, uh, maybe we'll do two episodes, but something that talks about Billionaire Links Club in more detail, because as we've said in other episodes, we don't want to divulge too much of the details before we even launch the public. So if you're watching this episode and you want to learn more about the Billionaire Links Club up until that time, go to billionairelinksclub.com. You can type in your email. You can get, um, with that we're doing on the website, you type in your email and you, we're going to actually do some giveaways for people that decided to enter their email. And on the website, if you go there, there's links to our Twitter and our Instagram and all of the links as well. So give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and then we'll talk more about the billionaire links club next week because we're so next week, so yeah. fired up if we i even start talking about this right now we'll just go on know. another like hour too but um yeah we'll do that but yeah we should do a, a couple episodes actually next week on blc it's it's a passion project of both of ours and we're super excited to to really launch it next week thank you for listening to this episode of becoming if you're enjoying the show please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort, and we'll catch you in the next episode.